Welcome to Soccer Over Gotham, an NWSL podcast covering Gotham FC with your hosts, Ruby and Gary. Without any further ado, let's go Gotham. Now, let's get on to the show. Quote, every female athlete deserves that incredible atmosphere at Angel City. It was the Kardashian premiere, but make it sports. After those initial moments of pride, what we truly felt was, I cannot wait to kill Angel City at home. Margaret Purse, May 5th, 2022. Promise kept. Episode 42 of Soccer Over Gotham. Gotham gets a much-needed win against the newcomer Angel City. Ruby and I will break that down with that pretty bonkers game and see what we can learn from it. Let's just get to it. Ruby, how are you? Congrats on manifesting that win. Heck yeah, heck yeah, manifesting that win. I'm now manifesting a championship. (laughs) But I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm actually going to bring my little to the Pride game, which I'm excited about. And I'm probably going to bring my mother to the Father's Day game. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, bring everyone. So let's get to some team news. Center back Gina Lewandowski announced her retirement from the game. Her last game with the team will be July 2nd. Ruby, your thoughts on this? Yeah, I want to say I'm surprised, but I'm really not. We talked about it a little bit on our last episode, but first I want to say it was such an honor to have Gina on the show last season. She's an incredible player and she had an incredible career. And like I said last week, I think now she's probably focusing more on what's coming next. And in my opinion, I think that's coaching. Like I said, it's going to be a a great time to see Gina play. It's It's her last month, so everyone has to come out and see her play her last game, like you said, July 2nd. So we have to show up for her and see her play for for the last time. I'm going to try to get her on the show for one last time. It might not not work out. She might be doing a million other things. But if we don't, I will go into – I'm in the process of re-editing the interview we did with her before. So maybe we can release that um, as a tribute to her if if we can't get her on the podcast because we love Gina. She's a warrior. She's a winner. She's also won the UEFA Women's Cup, the German Cup twice, and the Bundesliga three times. She's a tremendous athlete and one of the smartest soccer players I've ever seen in person. She was our second Gotham player interview. She gave us way too much time. We appreciate her and we wish her the best everything going forward. Hashtag once, once Gotham. Yeah, once Gotham, always Gotham. Sorry for cutting you off. But yeah, <laughs> I remember that interview. Ah. It was such a great interview. One of our first players like to come into the show. And yeah, thank you for giving giving us her time. It was, a, it was an amazing interview. If we can't yeah. get her, yeah, we definitely have to bring back that interview. Question is, Ruby, what is Gotham going to do with this open roster spot? I mean, the transfer window is open. I guess we'll just have to wait and see, shall we? I know, right? I mean, kind of like the meme with the little like, little guy poking something like do something (laughs) do something you know we don't know what's gonna happen hopefully something good is coming to gotham i don't want to jinx it but we're manifesting good things yes i'm going to interject a fan question here friend of the show robbie asks is scott parkinson a coward if he does not play gina for the full 90 minutes in her final games of her career That's a loaded question there. <laughs> That's a loaded question. Uh, but love you, I Robbie. mean, yeah. <laughs> All right, Robbie, let's let's answer this question for you. Yeah. Is he a coward if he doesn't play Gina for 90 minutes? 
No, why would he be a coward if he doesn't play her for 90 minutes? She's retiring. So, yeah, it will be great for her to play the 90 minutes and she, it well deserved 90 minutes. Then again, he he's trying to prove his his self as a coach right now. Like his name is on the line right now. So, I guess he's going to play whoever he thinks is best. But she she deserves 90 minutes. You're right. It's a, it's a bad spot for Scott to be in because if you're I mean, you can call it a cowardice, I guess, but he's going to play his best player, especially, again, as you mentioned, that his past couple of games have not been going all that well. I think he's going to try to put his what he thinks is the best lineup out there for him. I would love to see Gina go out, you know, that that final game, playing the 87 minutes, and then getting her number called, give her the heroes goodbye. We hope that happens. Again, we, we're going to be cheering super loud for her in our last game at Red Bull. It's going to yes. be great, and I can't wait. Cloud9 updates. The tailgate this weekend's game is off due to the rapid rise of COVID. Everybody, COVID is still around and it's still it's still rapidly rising. So keep, keep, stay safe, social yeah. distance. Let's be safe yeah. out there. Yeah, like we said last, last episode, safety first. So just try to be safe out there. If we can wear a mask, wear a mask, whatever you feel comfortable. So let's get to this game. So the roster highlights are out are Long and Flores, to be expected. Otherwise, a full-strength Gotham FC. The 18 is a 4-2-3-1. Harris is back in goal. The back line of Didasco, Krieger, Johnson, and Dorsey. The change in the lineup is Torres at the base of the midfield with Cerboni, the captain. Mewis, Monaghan, and Purse across the midfield. And Anamano in the nine. <sighs> Sigh. No Cujo in the 18 again. Any thoughts on this lineup, Ruby? My God, free Cujo. No Cujo again. No Kujo on the starting lineup or as a substitute. She was not on the on the list there. And I hope she starts getting some minutes soon because Gotham, I mean, needs to work on that midfield. Maybe she's that's something they need. I don't know yet. But let's talk about Torres. My God, she finally got some minutes. We've been saying this. She did a great job. And tell me, Gary, isn't this what you've been asking for? This is the lineup I have been asking for. <laughs> so it seems like months now. <laughs> My excitement went up dramatically when I saw this. So let's go Torres. So let's Gary get right to coach. this game. Yes. <laughs> so let's get to the game. Let's go over some highlights from this match. So we're going to start this game with a recap with a quote from the coach that was brought up during the broadcast, which I thought was interesting and telling in the same way. The broadcaster said Parkinson told the team to, quote, stop trying to impress him and just have fun, which can be taken a couple ways. One way to look at it is that Scott was telling the players to just find the game and stop worrying about following his game plan so rigidly, to which the first 15 to 20 minutes of this game felt very much like the team we've seen so far this season under Scott, essentially just trying to spring the forwards with long balls, bypassing midfield possession, being very direct. However, 20th, 25th minute, there's a change in this team. Didasco just starts venturing forward at the risk of leaving press wide in the, in the vacated space. Gotham starts putting together passing combinations in their half and at times looking like the Gotham from last season. You know that meme of Leonardo DiCaprio where he's like pointing at the TV? <laughs> like I felt like I was doing that a couple times. Like, I remember this team. I remember that. Big first half for Captain Zerboni. She was absolutely everywhere. Angel City was one-dimensional and just funneling everything to press. I will circle back to that later, but a pretty even first half. It felt like we were heading for a scoreless draw. Halftime ends with Harris dressing down the refs for their obvious bias. Your thoughts, Ruby? 
I'm not gonna lie, I was not expecting much of this game, but they came out and Gotham beat Angel City. Gotham beat Angel City. I have to say that again because I cannot <laughs> believe it. This is so great. We've been manifesting this for the longest. And the tempo of this game was faster, and I like that. And wow, oof, that that number of yellow cards we saw in this game was crazy. Even the coaching staff got some yellow cards, which again, that's crazy. I am glad Harris went up there and talked and had a chat with the refs because someone needed to say something. Yeah, that was that showed great, great leadership right there. Because you know, Ruby, I tried not to talk about the refs unless they make an obvious game-changing mistake. Yeah. As a former player and captain, I always see the refs as something you just have to adjust to. Refs always protect star players. They're expected to. LA is naturally going to get the star treatment. It is what it is. But the refs made no attempt to hide it. It was really soft cards all around. Gotham players, for their, you know, for their part, made some adjustments, and it didn't ultimately bite us in the end. Good leadership showed, again, by Harris. The refs backed off a bit after showing yellow too quickly to our players, but then instead showed it to our staff instead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was kind of confused. I don't know what was going on. But some of these calls were really stupid. And we got to call it what it is because it was just plain stupid. And I know it's hard to keep an eye on every play and every player, but these refs have to level up. They have to learn how to de-escalate rough plays or situations that arise and also, they need to have good sideline refs. Some of these sideline refs, sometimes they confuse each other. One calls something, the other one calls something else, and then it's just bonkers. So, yeah, they, they need to have better communication, maybe even better training. I don't know what needs to happen, but something needs to happen, and it's happening too often this season. Real quick side note on the, the calls earlier on. Refs dig themselves into a hole sometimes, and they have to make calls. They often will call retaliatory tackles more than they do the initial foul. So if you look at the back of the Mewis card that she got, she got taken out. It was a tough tackle, but it really wasn't yellow card worthy. But you knew that when Mewis went in on the the player right after that, it was you just wanted to get back at them. Because when when you're a player, when someone goes hard on you, the first thing in your mind is, oh, yeah, the ref's not going to call it. I'm just going to go back in on somebody else. And you always get a card in that situation. Always. It's silly, but the ref baited her into that. Second half starts with Gotham on the front foot, playing freely and, again, looking more like last year's Gotham. Didasco starts setting up shop in the the attacking third, gets a dangerous cross into the box. If he can't quite control it, it goes to the defender, purse pokes it free, and then if he gets her first of the season with just blasts it past our former keeper in Heritage. Gotham then looks pretty good with the lead, forcing Angel City into bad spots. But then the last 20, 22 minutes, they are in their end, defending an onslaught attacks as Angel City throws everything at them. Corner after corner, latch effort defending. Harris makes a world-class save off a press laser through traffic. Heart racing, edge of your seat. Gotham survives. Get out of LA with three points. Any thoughts on the second half? Oh my God, the second half was incredible. And sorry, Didi. Ify had to do what she had to do. And I was a little confused. I didn't even know if the the ball went in because if it didn't even celebrate, I was like, did it go in? Did it not go in? I was like, it's a goal. It's a goal. But she wasn't celebrating. So I was confused. But again, incredible second half. Gotham fought their fight and won. And with all the pressure building up, 
from not winning games, not scoring goals. This was like a stress reliever for the whole team. If you guys haven't watched the video where Ify is talking about this, you must go watch it. Just go see her excitement, the hype. The hype level was like 200%. And of course, Mitch Purse there just being her hype woman there and with the assist, amazing. Again, that 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 second half was a nail biter. And I I was I just wanted it to end. I was the 90th minute came around and I was like, oh my God, please just end. But they did amazing and I'm so proud of Gotham. Yeah, the video with Iffy and with the Midge interjecting was really cute. Yeah. <laughs> but come on, Ruby. You can't tell me that you didn't enjoy that ending. That was <laughs> classic Gotham FC. Bend but not break. Somehow, some way, the opponent does not score like there was a force field around the net. This was good old Gotham. It's a trademark at this point. <laughs> this is why I eat healthy. I train my body and mind. Covering this team is not for the faint of heart. Dude, not going to lie. that I think this is why I started working out. I already started working out because I, I can't keep up. I, I think I had like a mini heart attack around there. Those Again, those last 15 minutes of the game were nail biter. 90th minute. I, I think I stopped breathing for a minute. Just hoping Angel City didn't score. <laughs> so, so what are your overall thoughts on this one ruby i'm going to say this and like i said last week i think they just had a mental blockage because this team is capable of many great things this team is capable of going back to playoffs and this team is even capable of probably even winning a championship so we don't have to underestimate them i think they just need some time but like we said time is ticking so hopefully they can get it on the the faster, the better, the sooner, the better. And this game, I think it's well, everybody has been waiting for the fans, the coach, the players. And hopefully from here, we just go up. What a relief to get a win. I mean, it was ugly, but there are, <laughs> there were enough little good things here to build off of. Let's start with the midfield. In the postgame, Parkinson said, we saw the best out of Zerboni. And it's because she had a partner in Torres next to her. For quote, for a young kid drafted before I got here, we felt like she was an alley long type player. And we love Long, but we can't, mm -hmm. we just don't have her right now. For those of us who have listened to the podcast, this is exactly the sentiment we've been saying about Torres this entire time. You can't replace Long, but Taryn has all those tools to be the fulcrum of the midfield. Crazy that it's taken this long. Hopefully, this is a positive sign to come. It may sound crazy, but Torres's contributions may be that X factor that turns this team around. Insert that Bernie meme. I'm once again asking Gotham to. Hashtag play your kids. <laughs> I love that meme. We bring it back like so many times. It has to work sometimes. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But Torres was a game changer for Gotham in this game against Angel City. She hustles. The tempo of the game went up. And I think that made the difference with Torres being you know, on the field. And yes, we've been saying this multiple times to put Torres in. And I want, I want to repeat this one more time. Her first game... She was the Budweiser player of the game. So we've seen this potential in her. And like you said, she has those those skills and traits similar to Allie. After her performance in this game, I'm pretty sure we're going to see her again in the starting lineup. And we're going to see her more often. And I'm pretty sure we're going to see her in starting up next game. It was finally nice to see some balance to the squad. The right side of Gotham brought it this time. Didasco saying, you know, basically... Forget it. I'm going forward. Yeah. <laughs> and, and side note, really smart game from Krieger. 
With Didasco venturing forward, it left Press setting up shop on the space behind. It left Alley on an island. Really smart veteran defending here. You aren't going to beat Press for pace, but Alley outsmarted Press. She did this by closing the lane and not letting Press get to the end line. Every time Press made a run to the end line, Allie just got her body in between Press and the ball, and that's exactly what you want to do. So Press was forced to cut inside, and that's what you do. You force them inside into a trailing defender. Usually it was Zerboni. None of that stuff shows up on the stat sheet, but it was very influential. Yes, Zerboni had an, an amazing game. I think this is the best I've seen her play in a while. And also that defense, I just have to do this. It was Chef's kiss. We've been saying over and over, Gotham's defense is one of the best in the league. And they were they were able to stop Kristen Press, which is pretty damn hard, let me tell you. Kristen Press plays until the last minute of the game, but Gotham gets the three points. Well deserved. And we're just going to like, we're going to keep this going. And like you said, we've seen the Gotham from last season. And I would like to see more of that Gotham and just start building up from there. We mentioned it last week that this team is special and it seems like they're all playing for each other. Yeah. And they were doing this last season as well. So in the post game, you saw the team celebrating and this is giant group hug. Everybody seemed in a good mood, relieved and happy to get the three points out of City. Again, this is a special group of players that seem to like each other and are willing to fight. This group deserves better than the results they've gotten so far. Hopefully this win will be the catalyst for better results. Hopefully the good vibes continue. Yes, we have to keep sending those good vibes to the team and more manifesting. That video of them hugging and celebrating <laughs> kind of made me tear up a little. Why? Uh, they're so special. Yeah, I just wanted to go and hug them too. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, so win aside, this doesn't get Scott off the hot seat. He comes yeah. across <laughs> in the past couple of weeks as a coach that is feeling the pressure. Whether the pressure is just coming from him is unknown. This team has looked its best when they haven't been following orders. <laughs> when this team feels a bit freer to take a little bit off the game and follow their instincts more, I want to see a balance here between the two styles. Gotham wasn't exactly lethal in the attack last season either. I'd like to see more ideas going forward. I do want to see this team go back to knocking the ball around and not being so quick to fire forward. I want to see more patience and ideas in attacking third. And I want to see Caprice taking the next steps and getting back to taking on players and just getting balls across. This team is so special. They have all the tools to do it. And like you said, if they're just a bit freer out there, I'm pretty sure they can create many opportunities and they're going to catch the opponent off guard because they're not going to see where Gotham is coming from. We have all the players that we need. Again, there's something missing. We still don't know what it is. They're still trying to figure it out, but I think they're going the right path this time. As far as the team was, surprisingly, this was not Mewis's best game. Angel City was really focusing in on her, always had two defenders close. You know, She's still a bit hesitant with getting the ball out of her feet. This has been probably the most frustrating part of the season so far. The promise is still there, and her ceiling in this squad is still through the roof. Still waiting for it to click, this team needs to find ways to get the ball to her feet and pretty much every forward's feet. Yeah, I have to agree with you. But Mewis, I see Mewis has had like one good game and one like uh, not so good and then another good game and uh, not so good. And I don't know what's going on with her, but she was having fun out there with her girlfriend this this uh, past week. So hopefully she comes back refreshed and, and ready to go. And I have to agree, Mewis was kind of quiet in this game. 
We don't know why, but maybe that crossbar has something to do with it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she has PTSD from the crossbar, but we're rooting for her. Hashtag bring her home. <laughs> <laughs> right? Bring her. Maybe some motivation. I don't know. <laughs> Gosh, it just seemed at Kerr. Did you see that tweet from Harris? She's like, bring your... No, what was it? Oh, get your ass back. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I thought that was funny. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, anyway. we're all manifesting that at this point. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, Ruby, what is your stat of the week? All right. So, my stat of the week is 45% possession of the ball. So, I picked this stat because last week I said it's okay if Gotham doesn't want to be a possession-oriented team, but let's have some quality passes. Overall, right now, Gotham has uh, 71% accurate passes. There's still room for improvement there, but... It, it's good. It's good. And I mean, not everyone's alley long. So again, there's room for improvement. There. My stat was defense. defense. Bend but not break. <laughs> Face 15 corners, 23 shots, 18 shots inside the box, zero goals against. Oh yeah. Gotham had like 40 clearances. Defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Defense. So let's get to our players of the week. Over on Twitter at OverGothamPod, fans chose Harris as the runaway winner. Do you agree, Ruby? Yes, I have to agree with our Twitter fan. Harris had a hell of a game, especially the, the last minutes of that match. She protected the net and shutting down Kristen Press, Endo, Charlie, which it's not easy at all. Also, congrats to Harris for a big milestone, 500 saves. It was definitely Harris. So congrats again on the 500 saves. Everything positive you hear about Harris was on display here. Made that terrific save through traffic. Came out strong on corners. Showed tremendous leadership and sticking up for the team at halftime with the refs. Both her and Zerboni were rallying the troops in those final crazy minutes. Best performance of the season from her. Well done. There was a really good quote from Harris that Jenna Tonelli picked up on and it got shared everywhere. But good for Jenna for getting that out there. But there's a really good quote from Harris about her 500 saves. And I'll just read it real quickly. Basically says, I'm proud of the 500 saves. It really is a testament to how long I've been doing this craft. But after the game, just seeing the amount of people who are willing to share their stories of how in some way, maybe I've moved them or helped them with either mental health or coming out and showing up for the LGBTQ community. Those things that were really mattered to me every weekend, really having the ability to see people and take the time to connect and hear them and support them. I just feel lucky that I get to walk out in the stadium like that and feel like I have contributed to their life in some small way and just doing what I love. As we're heading into Pride Night, that's a really cool quote. That is, that is incredible because it might seem like not a big deal for a lot of people, but you know, when when you have to come out, it's 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 hard because even though it's 2022, it's still hard to come out to to your parents, to your family, to everyone, because, you know, it's just a fear of being rejected. And things that Harris has been doing, it's, it's incredible. I feel like she's doing this beyond just playing soccer. It's for helping people, too. And that that's incredible. And shout out to Jenna. <laughs> All right. So let's get over to our next opponents. Let's look for, well, first let's look forward and let's look at the table where we stand. Gotham remains 10th in the league. Boo. <laughs> Negative one goal differential. But here's the crazy part because there's NWSL <laughs> chaos all the time. Gotham has two games in hand already. So say it with me, folks. <laughs> games in hand are not points in hand. 
However, if Gotham wins those two games in hand, they are tied for first. Six points separate 10th from first. A lot of shuffling of positions are going to happen over these next couple of weeks. Let's go Gotham. Yeah, 10th place. Boo! I went to the standings and I was looking at the table and I was like, refresh, refresh. And I was like, oh, wait, they're just in 10th place again. It's, it's crazy. But I kind of don't like having those those games in hand because, like you said, games in hand are not points in hand or whatever you said. <laughs> yes. um, I feel like we need to take a screenshot of the table right now and compare it to next month because, like you said, NWSL is chaos. So it will probably look totally different next time we look at it next month. So I need to take a screenshot of it right now, look at it next month, and next game we're going to play against Washington Spirit, which is this weekend, June 4th. This will be the third time we play them in 2022 and the first one this season, and hopefully we win. Yeah, the last game I took my little two was also Washington. He's probably going to ask me, do they play this team all the time? Oh my God. Right? Do they have another team? <laughs> I have so, to bring them to another game so you can see another team. <laughs> Our next opponent is Washington at home. Saturday, June 4th, Pride Night, 7 p.m. at Red Bull Arena. Pride Nights are, are just, they're special nights, not just for the celebration, but they always end up being crazy nights. As of, as of like last year with the, that was the game that started up one day, ended on another. Oh my uh, so God. It's just, it's always fun. If there's one game that you go to, make sure it's Pride Night because it's just it's just off the hook. But I so totally forgot about the night that the game started late. I think that that's the one I had to leave. I'm not sure. <laughs> you did. You oh were the smart God. one. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to leave, but I had to. But e- either way, I'm gonna be there this weekend. <laughs> we desperately need people to show up to this game. Washington has gotten the better of these matchups historically. Gotham has only won four times against Washington in 22 attempts. That's not good. These games are usually close. Last time out was a 1-1 draw. Trinity Rodman, of course, is always the X factor for Washington. I'll repeat that Dorsey has gotten the better of Rodman in their matchup so far. No surprise, Hatch is Spirit's top scorer with three. Sanchez has had actually a slow start to this season with just one assist and one goal, but she's still influential. Ruby, your thoughts? The Washington team in general has had a slow start this season. A bunch of draws throughout the the scoreboard there. They have been struggling a little, and I hope Gotham gives them a little more struggle than in the next game. (laughs) But Gotham needs to watch out for this three up top. Like you said, Rodman, Sanchez, Hatch, they're they're dangerous up there. So they need to watch out for those three players. Those four times, we won four times in 22 attempts. You have to delete that, Gary. That's that's not <laughs> positive. We we have to be positive here. Good vibes, manifesting. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see what happens. The league has not done Washington any favors this season. So they're still a very good team. They're still a very dangerous team. But that schedule congestion for Washington is insanity. They just played on Wednesday. So they are going to be some tired legs on Washington's side. So I expect a lot of rotation from their lineup. So we mm-hmm. might not see... Hatch, Sanchez, and Rodman start this game. If they do, they're going to be tired out by the, by the end of this one. Gotham needs to right. take advantage of that. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that they're, they're tired. Needs to take advantage of it. Hey, just go out in there and win. Yeah. Go ahead. All right, so manifesting section. So Ruby, what are you manifesting this week? Manifesting. So 
<laughs> the ladies are hungry for goals. After the Anumanu goal, I see them. They're hungry. They want more. So I'm manifesting two goals. I don't care how, how many goals they get, but we're going to win and we're going to get two goals. Shout out to Ify. You Ooh. felt in the post game how relieved she was getting that goal. Yeah. I believe we all felt that for her. Mm-hmm. It's been a rough start for such a talented striker. As she said, she feels the floodgates are open, going to open for her. I'm manifesting that with her. Any random thoughts before we go, Ruby? I don't have any random thoughts, but I'm just going to put it out there. Gotham FC just dropped some Pride merch today. Go check it out. I was looking at it like five minutes ago while we were recording right now. So sorry. <laughs> I had to. It's it's amazing. So some of these shirts are really great. And then I, I had a little tear in my eye because one of the, the photos here, you see Sheridan in, in posing in the photo. But go check it out. Go get some some merch. I think they're going to be selling it at the at the game as well. So, did you see those year. socks? Yes, I did saw the see? socks. The socks are incredible. Yeah, they are everything you want. Just bright, loud, fun, everything. Yeah, I might I have, just have to buy a bunch of those. Yes, I have my pride shirt from last year, so I'm going to be wearing that and whatever else I can purchase. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of socks, here's a completely random thought. When I got my first job, 17, I got a job and I remember telling to my mother, I was like, what do I wear in a professional job? Yeah. She goes, well, you know, just read the, read the manual and see what they say. I'm reading this manual and I'm looking at it for, for guys. It is shirt with a tie. If you're not, if you don't wear a tie, you have to wear a jacket. Pants mm-hmm. are belts have to match your shoes. Socks have to match your pants. Oh. And then that was essentially it. This is casual. So I was like, all right. So I skipped to the next page and it has women. And it's uh-huh. just this list of like 50 different things. No open toe shoes. Your skirts can be this high. Your skirts cannot be this, you know, this. You can have four earrings, but not five. You can have this. <laughs> you can have that. And I remember going, what is this? And the rebel that I am, I'm, I'm like, how do I like fight against this without being too obvious? Yeah. So I just, I was like, so I'll go back with them then saying like, okay, belt matches your shoes. I can wear a different color belt, I guess. I was like, you know what? Socks. Socks. Socks have to match your pants. Who in their right mind is like walking into a store <laughs> or a place and then going up like, you know, honey, that was everything we were looking for. But did you see that guy's socks? Every day uh, since I've been working almost 20 years, I've had yeah. these like bright, colorful socks that don't match anything you know, that <laughs> yeah. I wear. So I've been doing that for a long time and not a single person has mentioned it to me. <laughs> yeah, that was that's my little a crazy rebellion. Story. So, yeah, I'm gonna get those socks and I'm gonna wear them under my now my that we're, since we're in the sock conversation <laughs> here. Oh my yeah. god, this is embarrassing. But okay, so I am very specific with socks. Sometimes <laughs> I I bought these socks maybe a couple of years ago, and the material is a little different. It feels nice, you know. I'm like, you don't really sweat. And I was like, oh my god, I need. It's come around that time where I need to buy more socks. And I went back to the website and I bought the the same brand, whatever. I got them. And I was like, these don't feel the same. It feels like they're different material. So I did my investigation. And yeah, they're a different material. So I was like, oh, I don't like these socks I had. I was like, oh. so I kept them anyway. But I've been in the hunt for socks that are like the same material of the socks that I got like two years ago. And I literally ordered 10 different 
sock brands from Amazon and I literally try them on to see like, oh, how they feel. Okay, this is so weird. I know it's so weird. And but I finally found the socks that kind of feel the state like the same material of the my socks that I bought two years ago. It's totally weird, but it, it's a random we're in the random thought section. So I, I had to put it out there. <laughs> yeah, it's very Seinfeldish. Yeah, like it's great. I'm not even kidding. And I have like so many like different brands of socks right now that I probably have to return because they're, they don't feel the same. So I'm going to title this episode socks. But I, I finally found them, and it's the 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 ones that I like. I'm not, we're not sponsoring or whatever, but it's a no nonsense brand. Oh, those okay. are good. One more random thought. Okay, go ahead. And it is, oh no, you don't, Alexi Lawless. <laughs> don't you dare bring your lazy hot takes to women's soccer. We don't need them. Stick to men's sports. It is bad enough. We have commentators who don't follow the sport. Yep. We don't need the worst of men's soccer coverage making their way over here. Stay away. <laughs> Bring back that picture too. Shut up, Alexa. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That guy needs to get out of here. Uh, all right, Ruby, let's get back to RBA. I'm so excited for, for Pride. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, Every year, I always bring a guest to Pride, and I'm, I'm glad to bring my little this time, but I always bring my brother, my yeah. mother, and anybody I can to this game because I, I love the, you know, I love Pride, and it's my favorite night of the year. I'm excited. You excited? Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be so fun to be out there in Pride Night, and let's just go out and celebrate and have fun. And I'm, I know Gotham is going to come out with a different energy, especially with that win that we had against Angel City. So I expect nothing but great things on that night. Let's go out and have some fun. Yeah, the soccer gods look to be smiling down on us right now. This is a <laughs> 1% chance of rain, and it looks to be like slight high 70s. It's going to be beautiful. Oh, yes. Can't wait. All right, Ruby, let's go. Let's go.